Hello. Jump into my mind and see what I'm thinking about. Hello, governor. Come on, my adventures. Pull up a stool and settle it at the bar as we pour you another frosty episode of Gaming on Tap. And now, two delusional guys that actually believe they have an audience. Your hosts, J-Dub and Joey Mack. Welcome to another Gaming on Task podcast. I'm your host, J-Dub. Join with me, as always, is... Your other host, Joey Mack. How's it going, Joey? It's going all right, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. I'm excited to crack open this beer and give it a drink been looking forward to this one for a long time what we've got today is killer green 2016 from double mountain brewery it is actually the first wet hopped ipa that we're going to feature on the show wet hop means that they have to take the the hops straight off the vine and use it within 24 hours after being picked which means that these particular beers are kind of rare. They can only be brewed uh, once during the fall immediately after harvest. So kind of makes this a special beer. Sounds great. Now, well, before we get into this, uh, the taste and the, and the look of it and all, yeah. I just want to bring up this Killer Green name. Now, is it me, Joey Mac, or does it seem like all these IPAs are like geared towards kind of almost like marijuana? Hey, bud. <laughs> Let's party. Uh, where'd you get this jacket? I don't know what that's all about. I don't know. It's really weird. But I guess it's, it's I don't know. You're right. The, even even the label of this beer has like a big bud on it. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I digress. Oh, boy. But I, you know what? I love the, uh, so far, what, I'm, what I like about this beer is, uh, you know, the color is really nice. It's got kind of a light caramel color. Um, lots of little bubbles, but not that thick of a head at least as, as far as my pour goes. And uh, the smell's nice. It's it's fresh. It's earthy. It's got that dankiness like you were talking about, you know. It's got that nice piney smell <sighs> yeah. and kind of orange and lemony blossom and, and maybe picking up a little bit of, of mint. Yes. Yes, exactly. I'm, I was just about to say that. I'm getting a little... A little bit of mint right at the kind of like a little aftertaste of mint. So it's like I won't have to brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why bro- move over cold? Why brush your teeth when you can just drink a killer green? Actually, after a couple of killer greens, you won't have to brush for a couple of days, probably. <laughs> probably. Just kidding, folks. Brush your teeth, kids. Brush and floss. Brush and floss. It's, it's very That's important. That's right. Yeah, this is a definitely a delightful taste. Uh, I'm really liking kind of the the sweet sweetness to mm-hmm. it, and um, you know, there's a little bit of light, you know, bitterness, but that that mint after aftertaste is is quite interesting. It it's quite yeah, nice. it is interesting. It's it's so funny that you said that because I was just just as you were saying it, I was just picking it up. Yeah, overall, it's 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 a good IPA. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my my number one, yeah. but it is definitely a good IPA, and I would definitely have it two yeah. more times, so we probably will today. So, you want to move on to the game? <sighs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot we had to talk about a game. <laughs> My bad. I know. It, sorry, I, 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 I forgive you. I can, I can completely understand you getting lost in the spear. Oh, on the contrary, Moonfrayer. 
Today, we are going to talk about a great game by designer, artist, producer, owns his own company, Red Raven Games, and that person is Ryan Lockett, and the game that he has brought to the boardroom today is Above and Below. I absolutely admire not only this designer, but this game. This game is amazing. Yeah, and just to think that one it's basically a one-man show. This guy put it all together himself, and game aside, just knowing that is really, really impressive. If you've been listening to the show, you'll know that I love a good Ameritrash game. Just last episode, I was talking about Mansions of Madness and Time Stories, two very thematic games that lean heavily on story and tone uh, to, to set atmosphere. So when Jay Dub brought this game to the table, opened the box, and I saw this big spiral-bound book sitting in the middle of the box, I got excited. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the fact that you're you know managing a village and you're exploring and you know you're you're growing your team and you're going down deep into this dark cave to only find this amazing like choose your own adventure story uh it's it's awesome it's got so much variability and longevity as far as a board game i mean i don't i don't think we could disagree on that no. i mean it it is full of theme dripping I'm frothing at the mouth just talking about it, Joey Mac. Is it your mouth or is it the beer? It's a little bit of both. A little bit of both. But uh, the, the one thing that's amazing too, and and again, you know, just bringing in the visuals on this, is Ryan Lockett actually goes an extra step, and he actually shows you through YouTube videos how to paint and do the drawings like he does in his board games. No way. And it's just as thorough as how how he thinks through these games that he puts together. It's it's quite amazing. I advise everybody to go out and just do a, a search on YouTube for Ryan Lockett. Um, you know, artwork or, or above and below tutorial. It's, it's pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. I didn't know that. I will definitely have to check that out. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, just like his artwork and how it draws you in, that's what this game does. And I would say all of his games that I've played thus far uh, have been just really thematic, really engaging, and they just bring you into this world that I think we're not used to. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's it's all from his mind, and it's like he's almost like saying, hello, Jump into my mind and see what I'm thinking about. Hello, governor. Come on, my adventures. You're fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. And I don't know why he talks in that voice, but... Are you... He, does he really? <laughs> no. Does he have an accent? No, but it's oh, okay. it's really like you're taking a journey in his mind. And, you know, there, a lot of games are kind of like you know, it's a zombie theme or it's a... You know, it's an adventure with a sword and a shield and, it, you know, you're fighting dragons or monsters. And this is just it's very different and it's very creative. And like Joey Mack said, everything he does is a piece of art. So what a great game. I love this game. Um, I love exploring in the cave, which is like a part of the game. And you're getting to choose what you're going to do based off how many lanterns you kind of have on your roll. Mm -hmm. Um but 
you also are building these like buildings down, you know, in the cave uh, and above and you know, you get victory points at the end of the game and that's a lot of the big strategy as well. So you could get lost in the story Mm -hmm. and play that way, or you can play for like, you know, the win if you want to. But, um, I think Joey Mack and I would agree on this as well is that, you know, when I'm going through and I'm exploring my buddies at the table are going through that same experience. And so they're not left out, even though it's all happening on my turn. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll let Joey Mack talk a little bit about that because I know he really likes that. Yeah, I, I do. I love this a- the aspect or this particular aspect of the game. And I think you, you touched on it a little bit um, saying, you know, you can either go for the win or not or you get lost in the story. And that's exactly how I felt with this game. I never felt like I had to win this game. I, just playing it was a joy. We've already played this game a couple of times, J-Dub, and I can't remember who won those games. I honestly can't remember who won. All I remember is just having a great time playing the game and and just getting lost and sucked into the story. Like you were saying, when a person goes down into a cave, that's kind of when the choose-your-own-adventure part happens, right? So you pull out this beautiful, like I I talked about it earlier, this beautiful spiral-bound encounter book. And then you go to the page where your story is going to unfold, and then you hand it to one of the other players to read the story. And the thing that is that J-Dub and I got really into was kind of embellishing the flavor text. So we would just kind of go in and start giving all these characters different names and, you know, building out the environment. And it was a lot of fun. Lots of laughs. Yeah, I, I love this game. So with that said, Joey Mack, how many pints are you going to give this bad boy? I am. Go- you know what? This is a this is a tough one. I want to just go straight two pints up because it's so amazing and i don't really have any nits but i feel like i always give two pints up <laughs> yeah you know, you know I, I, I i feel like i just I, every I every single game mean. we yeah every game we talk about is just like yes two pints up it's amazing um ah oh, what the hell you know what i'm gonna give this game two pints up i just love it so much how can i how why am i gonna knock a half a pint off for no reason doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, I know we were talking about this before the show and, and trying to get our thoughts together on, on what we would rate it. And um, and it was going to be a surprise, obviously, to for us as much as it is for you folks out there in podcast land. Um, but, you know, I, I, I agree with you on this. I, I'm like, you know, given the, the type of game that it is, you know, you've got like Arabian Nights out there mm-hmm. where it's a story driven game, some other games that are story driven, uh, like Andor, um, to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give it two pints up as well. I, I really like this game a lot. Um, I love that I can play this game for probably 10 years. Yeah. That probably won't happen because we're really a part of the cult of the new, uh, unfortunately. But, you know, um, at least, you know, another three years solid of, of bringing it to the table because there's so many stories um, that we haven't explored. And um, again, this theme just draws us in and it's just a fun game. I mean, Joey Mack talked about this, but the fact that you're going on your adventure and then the person next to you is reading your story. I love that about this game because it it involves everyone in the mm-hmm. table. Um, so with that said, two pints up. Two pints. Two pints up. All right. Two pints. Two pints. Two pints. Yes. Who could ask for anything more? <laughs> you know, J-Dub, speaking of pints, let me raise mine up. Why don't you join me? 
to take another sip of this delicious killer green right here. Dude, I love killer green. Uh, me too, man. You know, I'm getting kind of close to polishing this off. How about you? Uh, it's already gone. Mm. I, ju- I just did it. <laughs> just happened. It just happened just now. So uh, for those that actually stick around and listen to the outro, I'm sure there's one or two people out there, you'll know that uh, you know all the recording equipment we use to produce the podcast is from uh, Tascam. That's correct. And that is correct. And, you know, since we exclusively use their gear, they asked if we'd be interested in being interviewed for this video series they're doing where they feature, like, various Tascam artists. They're doing a thing. They're going to talk to musicians and uh, broad other broadcasters, audio professionals. Uh, you know, Jada, I, I don't even know why they want to talk to us. Dude, I do because we're amazing. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Dude, that is awesome news. I'm excited. <laughs> I know. So about a week ago, we met at the Eight Bridges Brewery, which is this local craft brew here in Livermore, California. Uh, we sat down, talked about the show, why we chose Tascam, and um, actually they were really interested in the struggles that we've been working through as first-time podcasters. So overall, it was a really amazing experience. Um Best of all, I got to drink a bunch of tasty beer from Eight Bridges Ooh, Brewing. Ooh, delightful, delightful. Little shout out to a little local brewery there. Um, but anyways, they, they actually said they'd be posting the video up on the Tascam website sometime today. Nice. So as soon as I get that link, I'll be sure to include it in the show notes for anybody that wants to check it out at GamingOnTap.com. Go check it out, folks. Go check it out. It's pretty. I'm, I can't wait to check it. I mean, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. I, I'm really curious to see how it turns out. Oh, that's that's excitement right there. It is excitement. All right, now that that's out of the way, J Dub yes. Spiel Spielessen just wrapped up recently. Ooh, that is correct. There's lots of news out there. Lots of new games are uh, were released and announced. Anything on your radar, or I mean, anything actually in general you want to talk about? Any tangents you want to go on? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sing a song. Still, I'm still really <laughs> excited about. Charterstone, um, yeah. you know, it's just kind of that one game that just keeps lingering. I just can't wait to get my my paws on it. And um, actually, sorry, I forgot. I have opposable thumbs, so <laughs> my hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I'm really excited about that one. And then, you know, there's another one that just piqued my interest. Um, yeah. And that is yeah. Folklore, The Affliction. And it's got really cool minis, Joey Mac. Oh, man. You know that's my weakness. But what's really cool about it is that, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's dark. So right up, right up our alley. Yeah. And what's kind of cool about this game or something that just got me really excited is there's actually miniatures for when you die in the game. And what? you become a ghost. Whoa. And there's actual special miniatures. Of course, you have to pay for them because that's how it's a kick. It was a Kickstarter, uh-huh. but everyone's getting their hands on it right now. And, and um, this might be one I have to go to the uh, the old eBay and uh, pick it up. But it looks really, really cool. Um, the other game that's kind of sort of piquing my interest um. I would have to say is photosynthesis. 
Oh, you're the best. <laughs> oh, man. No, you know, I'm really excited oh that uh, this is an announcement that happened, uh, Joey oh, Mack. Uh, yeah. And maybe our viewers don't know this, but Fury of Dracula is going to be mm-hmm. printed once again. Once again. Is it going to be, is it, uh, what is that? Fourth edition now. Uh, I believe it is fourth yeah. edition. So mm-hmm. it, uh, I'm excited about it. And, and they're and they're teaming up. Um, WizKids is te- teaming up with Games Workshop, so you might oh, kind of, get the cool. best minis ever since they make the best minis ever. Just yeah. hopefully they're not a pain in the arse to put together. Because let I me know. tell you, Blood Bowl, it's pretty easy to put them together, but there's some kind of like iffy parts mm-hmm. that I haven't been too happy with. But anyways, you know, I, I, I if I may be, I mean, I'm not gonna Google it, but if memory serves, I think uh, Games Workshop actually originally published for you, Dracula, did. like the they like did. the first edition. Full circle, wow. brother. Full circle, dude. Yeah, it is kind of weird. And that's crazy. The, the, I guess the big question that's happening right now is: Are they going to recreate the visuals, mm-hmm. or are they going to change the gameplay? And a lot of people think that third edition is the best edition thus far. Uh-huh. Um, and and I don't know if I agree with that. I think there's I think there's a house rule that we used. Yeah, there when was we played a, Fury where yeah uh, I think it had to do there's with something travel about the, and the tickets. That's right, the, the trains, the the train travel. I remember we did put a house rule in. Uh, and I don't know. It seems like we're the only ones that do that. But th- that I think that house rule actually made the game a little bit faster. Yeah, uh, and a little so more, and, and and I think there was a little more balance. Um, between the investigators and yeah. Dracula with the house rule tools. So. No, that's a great point. And I tell you though, I'm excited that they're printing this again. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean that's I think that's all I, I think that's all that's kind of on my radar. There's actually not a lot of games at Essen because I think mm-hmm. most of the big announcements happened already at Gen Con. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I got. How about you, nice. buddy? Well, have you been watching Stranger Things? Dude, I binge watch. I binge watched it in one night. <laughs> I was well, up why, all night. Why does that not surprise me? Up all yeah, night. You were the one that introduced me to the show. I got hooked. Uh, I'm I'm halfway through, so don't no spoilers. No spoilers. Dude, I'm let me just tell you about season. the ending real quick. <laughs> Dude. I can't believe All right, but okay, so obviously we're both big Stranger Things fans, and I'm sure you probably know this already, but did you hear that Hasbro announced and launched three Stranger Things board games? What? Yeah. So it's not as cool as you think. Oh. But, uh, yeah. So the first one is a version of Monopoly because, of course, oh. everybody's got to do a version of Monopoly. Uh, I'm not interested at all. Uh, yeah, me neither. I'm not. I hate I'm Monopoly pass. with with a passion. Yeah, that's a hard pass. So they did Monopoly. They and another the other one they did was uh, that they Stranger Thingsified, if that's a word. Ooh. Well, and again, I'm not going to buy it. But actually, this one makes a little bit of sense. It's it's uh, it's clever, and at least it kind of logically ties in with the show, unlike the Monopoly game. Um, but the Ouija board. So they took the traditional Ouija board and they replaced it with the Christmas lights that were strung up in... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, to communicate with Will from the upside down. That's so, amazing. But I got to yeah, tell you, I got to tell you, yeah. Joey Mac, I got to stop you real quick. 
Ouija yeah. boards are bad mojo, man. I they played are. with those I, when I was a kid. I had some oh my weird stuff that happened. And uh, Gene, Trav, Chris, buddies out there, oh, man. Steve Davis. Uh, dude, we had some crazy, crazy experiences. My sister, my neighbor Megan, uh, their friend Erica. We had weird stuff happen. And when I talk about it, people look at me like, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> no, I don't. I would never touch one of those things. But it really is stuff that happened that you can't control. Like, it was weird. Anyways, I get the chills. I'm getting Wait. goosies <laughs> just thinking about it. We need to do, we have to start another podcast where we just talk about the paranormal. Oh, wow. It's another show for another day. And the third one, the third game that they released is called the Ego Card Game. So, you know, Eleven loves Ego Waffles. And, uh, The description on the Amazon site says, quote, players must escape from the upside down and get rid of all their ego cards before the Demogorgon attacks. Succeed or be toast. So to me, that kind of sounds like a a variation of Uno. That seems very interesting. You know, I want to get your opinion, J-Dub. Is this a a cash grab for Stranger Things? I think so. Is it kind of devalue? Does it devalue? Devalue the strange. Does it devalue the Stranger Things brand? Well, let me just talk all over you when you're talking, and then I'll answer the question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What was the question? I couldn't hear over my voice. No. (laughs) Um. To answer the question, really quick. Wait. Let me. Let me. I'll I'll just. Wait. 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 I think anytime someone grabs an IP. Mm-hmm. Not an IPA, folks. An IP, right? <laughs> Intellectual property. Let's, uh, let's I think clear. their their whole goal is to cash in on that uh, intellectual property. Yeah, and I and I, I think it works in some places. I mean, you know, like the Lord of Ring games, or mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like the Star Wars or or Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. They've done a lot with it, so I don't think that those are like one and dones. But right. I can't see. Uh, and who knows? Maybe I'll be, you know, uh, proven wrong. But I can't see this like lasting and having expansions because it's there's just not the, enough meat right. on the bone right now with the story. Yeah, I was I was kind of upset when I first heard that they were releasing uh, some Stranger Things board games. I got excited. Then I read read what they were actually coming out with and got bummed out. Dude, Stranger Things is such it's like it's such a great story. It's it's like ripe with. Uh, ideas to come out with like an original game, you know, like you you brought up like Star Wars or Battlestar Galactica. These games they're not knockoffs of existing gameplay mechanics; they're brand new games. Yeah. And if they would have come out with a Stranger Things game, like if Cool Mini came out with a Stranger Things games or, or Fantasy Flight, you know, made some miniatures, made it more like a you know like a Zombicide or a Mansions of Madness or something, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. Speaking of Mansions of Madness, I've been yeah. kind of itching to maybe pick that one up, dude. It's still I mean, one of and my And we faves. played it. We loved it. But anyways. We do. Yeah. It's one of my faves. One of my faves. Anyways, that's all I've got for this episode, unless you want to go off on a tangent. Wow. Man, we've been talking long enough to have another episode. I know. Maybe this, this will be, be a, some bonus material if you back, this is be a, if you back this, us during our Kickstarter, <laughs> which our goal is uh, 5.5 b- million. Million? Come on, bazillion. Sorry, bazillion. <laughs>
Let's get it straight. Uh, uh, hey, you know what? Here, uh, you know what? Speaking of, you know, just kind of like throwing stuff out there, I've got this idea. I've been wanting to throw it out there for a while and see what you think. And you know, since we're kind of like on this little tangent, we don't want to wrap things up just yet. I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there. All right. This is just this is off the cuff. All right. So I was thinking of starting like this listener of the week segment where Ooh. we pick, yeah, right, where we pick one of our iTunes reviews and read it over the air. Uh, you know, maybe even like wrap up some sort of giveaway around it, you know, like give, you know, do a little giveaway for the person that we pick. Um, I thought that'd be cool, but people leaving new reviews is kind of dried up. So it's hard to do a listener of the week when no one is listening. (laughs) But if you are listening and you're on iTunes, we'd love it if you gave us a rating and review. And then, you know, if we get some, hopefully next episode, we'll be able to, you know, pick one and read it. What do you think? I Sounds- think that's a great idea. You know what? I've been toying with the, the idea of doing a, a live show. Oh, my God. Where people get to see what we look like. Oh, my. No, people do not want to see that. <laughs> people don't want to <laughs> see us. No. <laughs> there, there's a reason why we're having a podcast that's instead of right. a video show on YouTube. I'm about 600 pounds. <laughs> and I live in a van. Down by the river. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. Yeah, man. I think I think having some kind of thing that engages the audience, you yes. know, because. But I gotta That's tell what you, I want. this is real. We got a lot of material. I mean, this is like us just talking about stuff that's mm. relevant to the industry. And we don't need to like bog people down with like, hey, chime in to our yeah. live podcast and let's hear all your questions. And honestly, I don't know if we could answer half those questions. I applaud oh, the podcasters no. uh, that do answer those questions or try yeah. to. I'm an idiot. Like I need notes. We're not idiots. It's just I you can't, know, we, I can't. we value everybody's time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a good way to put time it. Time is very important. Speaking of time, we are running long. And, you know, the whole concept of the show is to try to keep them a little bite-sized. So we could talk forever. This is a super-sized episode. This is a super-sized episode. I'm done with my beer. I know you've been done with your beer for the past 15 minutes. Dude, I'm parched. Yeah. So uh, you want to wrap things up? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at GamingOnTap. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We're basically everywhere now. If you got iTunes, SoundCloud, Google, Stitcher, whatever, find us, subscribe to us, listen to us, and uh, leave a review. And last but not least, thanks, as always, for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Tap down. Thank you for making it this far. Today's episode of Gaming on Tap was recorded in the boardroom. Audio equipment used in the production of this podcast was generously provided by our friends at Tascam. Visit Tascam.com to learn more. Our theme song was written and performed by the Cracker Brothers, and you can find their music at ReverbNation.com slash Cracker Brothers. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GamingOnTap, and for all things on tap, visit GamingOnTap.com. Until next time, for J-Dub and Joey Mack, I'm Eric the Announcer saying, Game Responsibly! Game Responsibly!